Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin. The podcast about skincare, including tips and tricks to get you to love what you see in the mirror again. Today we're going to talk about at-home devices. There are so many out there these days and some are good and some are not. More importantly though, it's how you use them that matters the most or maybe how you don't use them. You can have the best at-home device, but if you are overusing it, you could damage the skin. And if you aren't using it enough, then it won't have any effect on the skin. I'm going to discuss some popular devices and let you know what I think about each of them. First one, microcurrent. This is a great tool to use at home because this is something that has been has to be used quite frequently to get results, usually about three times a week. When used consistently and correctly, you can get amazing results. This does not replace the facelift, but it certainly can push it back a few years. Wouldn't that be nice? It works to stimulate muscles in the face. The current will contract and strengthen weak muscles that it atrophied, atrophied with age. It's important to remember that microcurrent works on the muscles, not the skin, so it won't have much effect on loose skin. I have a microcurrent machine in my treatment room, but it's been tough to introduce it to clients since it requires such a time commitment. Getting in three times a week is not easy for most people, even if the actual treatment isn't very long. So if you use this right, you'll get the results and it will be worth your time and your money. Microdermabrasion. I don't actually recommend this for home use. Too many things can go wrong and some damage cannot be reversed. If it's used on certain skin types or on skin issues, they can be made worse. I just think there are too many factors involved to do this on your own. Now, if you want to talk to your esthetician about your skin specifically, then it might be okay to use. I still think some devices should be left to a professional. All right, the next one, blue LED light therapy. I actually use this in my treatment room, but like microcurrent, it works best when used frequently. Blue LED works to kill bacteria, so it can help prevent and get rid of breakouts. Not all devices are created equal. Some are more powerful than others. And this also doesn't work for everyone and every type of breakout. Cystic acne, in particular, is very difficult to treat because the bacteria is much deeper within the pore. While this tool can be useful and you really can't damage the skin, thankfully, it's not the miracle we want and need it to be. I think topical spot treatments still work the best. I will post my favorite one on social media. Red LED Light Therapy. I also have this in my treatment room, but again, the best results are when used frequently. This is also something that you probably won't see immediate results. Red LED helps circulate and to stimulate collagen. This is a cumulative (laughs) treatment, but it's something that can't hurt your skin. So if you are into it, keep using it. In five, ten years, you may be happy you started. I like using it on my clients, um, you know, especially if someone comes in once a month or something. I think it's just nice as a nice addition to a facial. Derma roller. I am so strongly against using these at home. I really can't say that enough. Please don't use these at home. The idea that people can just roll away on their face with a tool that has tiny needles is scary to me. Beauty is pain is something we have all heard and or said, but it's not always true. For the most part, it's not true with anything you use at home. 
Derma rollers are being way overused. People might see immediate results, but that could be the inflammation and swelling that cause the skin to get puffy, therefore making the skin appear to have smaller pores and less lines. This tool can also cause more hyperpigmentation because it's stimulating the melanin cells. It's also disrupting the skin's protective barrier. There is such a thing as too much of a good thing, and this is a perfect example. In a professional treatment, this is okay to use. A professional, hopefully, has had a lot of training and of course also understands the skin. And then it is only used every once in a while. Next tool, the jade roller. This tool is a good way to give yourself a facial massage. Jade stone has been used for centuries in ancient Chinese medicine, and the gemstone is actually said to draw out negative energy and to help balance your chi. Besides those two things, it basically is just massaging your face, which is great to increase circulation to bring fresh, fresh blood and nutrients to the skin cells. While this is great for the face, you don't actually need a tool to do it. Your hands are good enough. Jade rollers have also been sold as a lymphatic, lymphatic drainage tool to help with puffiness. The roller itself cannot do it. It's a specific way you have to know how to quote unquote, quote, drain the face. Rose quartz stone. Just like the jade roller, you will need to know how to use this to get properly to get good results. Using it the wrong way can cause more puffiness. Again, study lymphatic drainage. I'm sure there's lots of videos on YouTube, and this might be a great tool for you. Next one, high frequency. I love this device. I made sure this was something I had when I first started my career. When this is zapped, it's painless, onto the blemish, it forces oxygen molecules, which encourage healing since bacteria cannot flourish in the presence of oxygen. Basically, the oxygen is killing the bacteria. If you decide to get one for home use, make sure it emits a violet light. Some have an orange light, and I don't find those to be as effective. Be careful not to overuse this device because it can dry out the skin. About six to eight seconds a day is enough. Let me repeat that. About six to eight seconds a day is enough. I recommend still using a spot treatment since the high frequency is only part of the solution to get rid of a blemish. Facial brushes, Clarisonic, anything along that same idea. Um, I have a few things to say about this. These brushes should definitely not be used every morning and night. It's way too much, especially if you're using other exfoliations, exfoliating items in your routine, like a scrub or like a glycolic or salicylic acid. Too much exfoliation can cause dryness because it allows moisture to leave the cells more easily, leaving you more dehydrated. These brushes should be considered when you think about your exfoliation schedule. When you exfoliate your skin, we call that a form of trauma. That is a good thing occasionally. Exfoliation causes trauma, which then puts your skin in repair mode and stimulates cellular regeneration. If you over exfoliate, you can trigger premature aging. I'm pretty sure that's the opposite of what we're looking for. 
Aggressive exfoliation can cause inflammation, even if you don't see it. Chronic and prolonged inflammation is a major cause of aging and also bad for acne. Any facial brush, harsh washcloths, facial scrubs are considered a physical exfoliant. And if your skin is extremely reactive to stimulation, it's important to be more gentle so that you don't cause post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Those who are prone to discoloration and skin of color should be extra cautious. Sometimes a facial brush is just too much stimulation for your skin and it will cause breakouts. If this is you, don't wait for your skin to get used to it. Stop using it. Everyone is different and it may not work for you. I had someone ask me specifically about a facial brush in regards to rosacea. I would avoid using one on rosacea until you talk to an esthetician that can see your skin. Exfoliation is good, but you have to be really careful with rosacea. Overstimulating the skin can make things worse. If the facial brush is making you dry and flaky, stop using it. That is not what should be happening. And the last tool we're going to talk about today is a facial steamer. I use this in my treatment room for every facial unless they have rosacea. Too much heat is bad for the skin. I love it because it helps soften the skin, which is good for extractions, but it's also great for product penetration. Yes, you can use one, but a shower works too. When my clients use a certain type of mask, I tell them to apply it, let it sit on their face while they wash their body and shave their legs, whatever they're doing. The steam from the water is good enough. I personally don't think it's worth the money to have one at home. If you have any questions about anything, please feel free to email me at devin at psblounge.com. For all my recommendations on this podcast, you can visit my social media at Pure Skin and Body Lounge. And as always, you can visit my website to learn more or to shop at psblounge.com. I would love it if you could take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast for me. It helps support and it gets it out to even more people. And of course, sharing it with your friends and family is always appreciated. Thank you so much. And remember, it's better to be proactive than reactive. Hey guys, just wanted to update this episode with all my new information. Pure Skin and Body is now Pure Skin OC. You can visit my website at pureskinoc.com. There's lots of new things, including a video section and stuff about my podcast that in, um, has lots of information about Patreon, which I'm part of now. It's available at two different levels. You can sign up at patreon.com slash talk, but you can also just get there from my website and don't forget to follow me on social media at pureskinoc. Hope you like all the changes. Thanks guys.